I'm going to tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories. I remember seeing you sweat. Be they comic or tragic, they're always entertaining. Oh my God, what a good one. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a growing oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. This episode proudly sponsored by Dolphin Creative. There are so many firsts when one gets into street performing. The first taste of success and the first taste of failure. The roar of your first crowd and the sting of that first heckler. Work through these and many decide to take their show on the road. Now life on the road can be a never-ending opportunity to experience new places, new people, and new things. Yet as cool as this is, there are moments when the universe conspires to throw more at you than you bargained for, which is exactly what happened to Eric Amber and Derek Flores in this story that we're calling Welcome to New York. Okay, is that thing recording? We're recording. We're in New York City. Oh, I got a story for you. The first time I ever uh, came to New York City, it was uh, 1995, summer. It was July. Derek and I had come to do the Manhattan Busker Festival. Yeah, how many of those were there? One? I don't know. (laughs) But it, was, it must have been the one and only. It was a disaster. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. The guy who ran it was a nice guy, Ted Kilmer. But the festival was... I mean, I'm not going to throw stones, but like it was basically none of the conditions you need for a street <laughs> festival. Because uh, we people. were... People? There was no people. Uh-huh. And of course, it was right at the base of the World Trade Center, mm-hmm. right? And if I recall correctly, there was these big sets of stairs that you'd have to climb to get to the base of the towers. And there was a fountain there. And there was a big fountain there, and he had gotten money, and they were going to do the festival there. But as you can imagine, there was no people, right? You know, there was you, you, from the street, you couldn't even see us. Yeah. You know, so we were just in this massive, windy, barren wasteland, right? And Big Nazo was there, and um, Young Raul was there. And uh, we walked in our regular clothes in the opening day parade. Wait, did you wear costumes back then in your show? No, we didn't. We didn't have costumes. <laughs> I know. You're saying you walked in your regular clothes. Well, yeah, because that's all we had. Right? <laughs> I see. So it was a parade that you were supposed to be in. Yeah, and you guys don't have we're costumes. Just walking, here, and Young Raul was just smoking cigarettes, walking in this. All parade. the ones that look good in that is Big Nazo. Yeah. <laughs> And we basically walked in a circle around the fountain, and that was the parade. <laughs> and we knew from that moment this wasn't going to happen, right? And I was starving, because we had just come from Washington, D.C., where I had got robbed. So we land in New York City. I'm broke. I'm 22 years old, and we're really excited to be here, but there's no shows. There's no shows, because the festival is just like, it wasn't going to happen, you know? It was all dreams and you know ideas but nothing and we were so who do we run into is master lee you know william lee and he's like yeah this sucks guys and we're like yeah was he booked for it no he was just he just came that you know what the hell is this yeah and we're like dude we need to make some money you know can you can you take us to some like to your pitch (laughs) an actual place to work and he's like well New York is tough. And we're like, we don't care. We need money. We need to make some money. It's like, okay, well, meet me on Saturday. I'll take you down to Washington Square Park, right, where I do shows sometimes, right? 
So we show up, we meet him at Washington Square Park at noon on a Saturday in the middle of July, right? And if you've ever been to Washington Square Park, you know how like lively and full of characters mm -hmm. Washington Square Park yeah, is, right? Absolutely. And there's guys playing chess for money, and there's business people on lunch break, and there's homeless people. NYU students. There's students. Everything, every kind, every walk of life. Everything that you can possibly imagine. And we show up to do a show, but I think it might have been the Calypso Tumblers. They were doing their show in the fountain. The fountain was off. Yeah, the fountain was off. In July. Yeah. Wow. Lucky. And, and they wouldn't give us a spot. They were just doing back-to-back -back shows, right? That's so strange that you'd say that. Well, it's interesting because that was the first time I had ever been to a place where they're like, nah. Nope, not going to share. Well, no, we're, we're street performers. We don't care. Mm -hmm. Piss off, right? Yeah. And William was like, yeah, we'll just do a show over here. So we went and kind of did it next to the little Arc de Triomphe there. Mm -hmm. And so he says, watch me first and then do it, right? And so we watch him and, you know, he... To his credit, he pulled it off, and that was the first time I'd ever seen a street performer pass the hat before the end of the show. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Because we're like, why did you, why did you pass the hat before your finale? And he's like, that's how you have to do it here. And we're like, okay, sure. And uh, we didn't take his advice. We did our show, and we were doing our mouse trap routine back then, mm -hmm. right? So we did our show, and we did our mouse trap routine, and we had a really hard time keeping our crowd. And then we passed the hat after the show, and they just dispersed. Right, and we made $23, I remember. But, you know, we were like, okay, well, that's... $23 more than we had yesterday. That's right. And so as I'm packing up our junk, this guy, dressed like a vampire, comes up to Derek, and he starts talking to Derek. And he says he's a born-again Christian, and that he wants to, like, save Derek's soul, right? So Derek is talking to the vampire... And I'm packing up my suitcase, right? And the Calypso tumblers are, like, doing tricks in the air, you know, over in the fountain. And then off to one side, I see a little old lady. And she's got a placard. And she was protesting, right? And she was with another old fella. And they were saying, no abortions in New York. No abortions in New York. And she's, like, trying to get attention for but then she kind of gets surrounded by all these people who were not into it yeah right they were like they were saying things like fuck off get that piece of shit out of here fuck you and like and of course like the placard's got a picture of an aborted fetus yeah, like great. giant aborted fetus on the poster mm -hmm. and she's like no abortion and then like and they're like screaming at her and they're spitting at her and some kid knocks her over and then other people were like you can't knock over an old lady and like uh, suddenly a riot broke out right it was like fight you know like fighting you know and some guy grabbed the placard and he tries to I could see him trying to like break the poster right but he, it's like made out of some sort of Jesus material <laughs> and it's not breaking and then the Calypso tumblers are over here and Derek is talking to the vampire on my left and then suddenly, like, to break up the riot, New York police on horseback ride in, Perfect. right? And they're riding, the they're, breaking up, they're breaking up the protest. And then just as, like, the whole thing is hitting feverish pitch, right, a thousand topless lesbians 
<laughs> walk through the Arc de Triomphe screaming, gay rights now, gay rights now. And I watched as 2,000 tits walk past me and at the very end of the line was like a woman, she had hairy breasts and she was bald. It was like, oh, clearly Italian man got a sex change. Right now he's a lesbian, right? And, you know, Derek's talking to Vampire, Calypso tumbles over here, riot, 2,000 tits, and I have my suitcase packed and I grab Derek and I said, like, let's go. Right? This is not for us. This not, we're in the wrong place. And I turn around and I, like, literally bump into an old man in a gray tracksuit who dropped his pants and showed me his cock and balls. <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> yeah, that was my first weekend in New York City. Wow. I've been here for like 16 years. I've never seen that. I got it all. <laughs> got I got it all in one day. <laughs> so just put it on one the, hour. We got a couple of Canadians. Let's yeah. head down to Washington Square Park and give them a show. Yeah. And then Big Nazo bought me dinner. Did you think after that, like the next couple days you were here going, when's this going to happen again? When, where do we go to see this again? Yeah. I, yeah. You're, 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 you just kind of expect, expecting it. Yeah. Expect something like that all the time yeah. when you end up in New York. That's amazing. So it's a short story. Okay. Short story by Short. Eric Amber. Okay, End scene. <laughs> Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame and is made possible through the efforts of a dedicated team who share a passion for the recording, editing, and presenting of these stories. This episode proudly sponsored by Dolphin Creative, a company who is proud to support street theater and all of the incredible characters who make up this world. Wherever you perform, Dolphin Creative salutes you. For more information, please visit dolphincreative.org and huge thanks to Stuart and his team for sponsoring this episode and seven more to come. If you like what we're doing, please do swing by the Busker Hall of Fame website, click on the donate button, and throw a little love into our online hat. Your contributions really do allow us to create more content and grow this resource. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website, so do check them out. Got a story to tell? Something you think we could improve? Or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor of an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at buskerhalloffame.com. On behalf of myself, Executive Director Lindsay Lindbergh, Associate Producer Magic Brian, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Agan, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening. <laughs>